everyone, welcome to another edition of the Final Down NFL podcast with me, Jim, and Denver Dave. We're here to talk about free agency. Dave, how are you doing? Oh, low energy, Jim. Low energy. Something low bad energy. happened in your life. Something bad I'm, happened. Oh, I, that's right. Your but, team's drafted Mitchell Trubisky. I, that's what it is. Oh, how quick they turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This time last week, there's no way I'm giving out to anyone. This time about last week, you had Drew kid. Lock and Teddy Bridgewater as your QB group. Now look, no, at Bridgewater you. has always been on a free. He's always been on a free. Well, he was yeah, out of contract as well. Yeah, who's uh, who's your yeah. backup now? Um, it is Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon, the Brett Rippon, Brett, Sir Rippen. Brett. I will have you know. Now I've got Mitch Trubisky. I'll uh, be able to <laughs> deal with next year's draft. I can hopefully be a little bit easier about this year's draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, we've got... you, no, you say that. You're picking Kenny Pickett. <laughs> and, you're tra- and, you're, and you're trading up as well. <laughs> Kenny Pickett play, is, plays a mean ukulele. I, I was right last year on who you'd pick in the first round. I was, I was 100% right. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to make it two years on a row, so I've got you trading up for him. We don't need a QB anymore, do we? Because we've now sorted out our QB situation, Dave, clearly. No, you haven't. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you miss the memo on who you're signing? Come on. Uh, no, I don't think it's that bad a signing, to be fair. Thank you. Uh, we've done a, a Patreon video, anyway, about that, so yeah. <laughs> you can go and watch that. Uh, right, so we're just going to do a quick one today. It's, uh, we're going to do another, a, a main pod episode later on this week where we review the NFC East and West. But because people are being moved around now that free agency is kind of there, like legal tampering is now allowed, um, we've got some moves to talk about. So uh, no punk here at the moment, but he'll be on the main main pod later this week. Uh, we're just going to stuck this one in. So Dave, do you want to start with the, the biggest move this week? And that was, well, the most money anyway, most dollar dollar. And that was JC Jackson, the guy that was um, mouthing his way out of New England all the way to the other side of the country, to the Los Angeles, California Chargers, 82.5 million deal. Um, it works out to 16 and a half a year, 40 million total guaranteed. Um, that 40 million comes at signing as well. So he's straight on the money. Uh, but you'd have to say he's, kind of, he's worth it, right? He has been kind of holding that uh, Patriots secondary together after Stefan Gilmore dropped off and then was traded or let go. He has, but he and he's also. I think the main thing is he's he's at that age now, at twenty six, twenty seven. He's at the prime of his career. Mm. Um, but if you can go anywhere and fail, it's the Chargers. You know, no, no one <laughs> immune from that. Um, but that you know, the secondary just got significantly better. Um, yeah, they they tried to bring in Chris Harris Jr. a couple of years ago. They bought him in from the Broncos. He's now a free agent, and because they've got. Um, Justin Herbert, and there's no massive overlay from um, having you know people on larger contracts previously, because the Chargers aren't the team who will typically pay out massive amounts of money. They've been able to go and be really aggressive and go into win now mode. Um, as you mentioned, we've seen JT Jackson going in there. We've also got to mention um, two other big contracts that they've given out. Three other big contracts that they've given out yep. really. Um, Khalil Mack with the trade over from um, Chicago. So three years, essentially it's a three year, $64 million deal. Um, a lot of it guaranteed and they're taking over all of the contract. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a, what was it? A third and a fifth or something like that. It was for not very much. Um, but apparently there weren't many other teams in the conversation and um, the monster contract for Mike Williams, Mr. Injury himself, three year, $60 million deal. Um 
so super aggressive. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, this isn't something we used to see from the Chargers. No, and also Austin Johnson, they took defensive tackle from the Giants. So they're definitely looking to beef up that uh, that defense, which was, I mean, we talked about on the on the pod when we were reviewing the AFC West. They allowed so many rushing yards. It was a joke. So yeah. they have to do some stuff there. Khalil Mack helps. Austin Johnson helps. Um, and then, of course, JC Jackson allows them more time uh, to get to the QB because you're less likely to get rid of the ball because you know he's going to be jumping on it. So good move so far for the Chargers. It Had is, some money to spend think, on it. It also, I, I, I think the one thing I'd, I'd really want to see from them is to try and sort of manufacture some kind of run game because you don't ever fear, you know, their, their running offense. Um, I know that they've got, uh, statistically, they don't look too bad, but then, then they don't run the ball in the way that they normally would. They they tend to run sort of slot zones and as backward passes, which actually count as rushes and all that kind of thing. They've got no stellar running back at the moment. Um, so it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if they go out and make it because you think he's a receiver. But he's, I mean, he is. <laughs> he's not a running back. Come on. One hit and he's dead. In the um, same way, Mike Kaziki's but... a receiver. Hey, he receives the ball. That's all we've got to say. <laughs> you're wrong. You're no, wrong I, and you're wrong. Austin, no, no, no. Absolutely not. I'm not. Austin Eckler, I don't rate him as a running back. And they don't have a downhill power back. So it wouldn't surprise me if they go and trade for someone or maybe try and pick up a big guy in the draft. Um, but they have to address that as their position. If they're going all in, they need a dual threat, which they just don't have at the moment. Just confirming the charge expected to send the 2022 second round draft pick and the 2023 sixth round draft pick to the Bears for Khalil Mack. So not a lot, but I mean, his his production has tailed off a lot. He was injured quite a bit of last season. I think yeah, he managed, what, six sacks in total? Yeah, time. and he's also just come off foot surgery as well. Um, yeah. And apparently his plant foot, which is what a lot of teams are nervous were nervous about. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know what? He's Khalil Mack. Um, and maybe, maybe I'm somewhat biased because I watched him terrorize my offensive line for so long. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm not overly happy the fact he's come back into the FC West now. Uh, I'd rather that not be the case, to be perfectly honest. But that's where we're at. But, you know, he's really happy about that news. Joey Bosa. Yeah. Finally. Joey Bosa. Another missed an injury himself as well. <laughs> yeah, but finally, maybe not double teamed every single play. So, yeah, he'll be happy about that. The team that's most, that made the most moves, Dave, it's got to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? They are yeah. going nuts. Yeah. Nuts, I tell you. Um, nothing more nutty than taking Christian Kirk, the wide receiver from Arizona, for $72 million. Yeah. $18 million a nuts. year. Thirty-seven million guaranteed, and that thirty-seven comes at the signing, so they'll be there with a big suitcase. Um, Christian Kirk is one of those guys that came in with a lot of promise into what became a very stacked Cardinals wide receiver room with people like DeAndre Hopkins. They brought in uh, Zach Ertz. Um, there's, yeah, it's just he hasn't had the kind of career that I thought he was going to have when he came in. It's been slightly underwhelming just put it lightly there's been some good games where he's going to flash talent but there's been some injuries and there's been just a lack of targeting i guess uh so i'm not quite had, sure why he managed to get 72 million on this deal well he's, yeah he's had two games where he's had over 100 yards in his yeah. entire career and he's, he's going to go into his fifth year 
So underwhelming is the word. Um, the problem is this this contract isn't all as, all as it may seem. So it's <laughs> uh, going to be given a massive amount on signing. I think it was 37 million. 37, yeah. Guaranteed at, guaranteed at signing. Now, when, when a team guarantees something at signing, what that means, because everyone will see, and I know you know this, Jim, this is just sort of for anyone else. Um, any, anyone who doesn't know, when you give someone something at signing, you may have seen um, lots of contracts being restructured and saving of cap space. All you're doing is kicking the can down the road. So let's say Jim's got a $10 million contract okay, for this year, and that's all cap hit. If I turn that into a signing bonus over three years, then what that will do is change a $10 million cap hit this year into a $3.33 million deal for each of the next three years. So a, a signing basically spreads the cap over the period of the contract. Yep. So the 37 million is essentially giving him a guaranteed 37 million over four years. After two years of his contract, when he would have earned in total 39 million, mm-hmm. then there's an out in his contract. So effectively this is a $39 million, uh, $37 million guaranteed two year deal if he performs badly. Now, those numbers are scary. 13, four, basically 20 million a year for two years, then there's an out where it's not gonna cost them an enormous amount. His cap hit for this year or for next season is only seven and a half million. Yeah. Because so much of it is guaranteed at signing. So it's a good it's a good move for Kirk, it's a good move for the Jags because it means that they've gone out if something goes bad. Um, but the other thing that this does, which is interesting, is reset the market. So if you're a wide receiver, who was you know, negotiating terms, then all of a sudden, you know, your actual sort of, your agent is now going to go into negotiation terms, asking probably for a little bit more than he would have been this time last week. Yeah. So we'll see a little bit of a lull in terms of people like Alan Robinson. I think Russell Gage went earlier, but it was for more money. I think he's gone to the Bucks now for about Murray Cooper. three years. Went to the Browns. Mari Cooper went, but he went before um, Christian Kirk. And that's a bit different because he, he transferred and was already on a bag full anyway, but he, tra- he yeah. was traded rather was than... He was traded, so they picked up his contract, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But so you still want to look to renegotiate a new contract though, right? So they might still go, well, look, you know, yes. got yeah, two absolutely. years left, but you but, should be timing up for more and look at this. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of free agencies um, who are still remaining to go, you're looking at sort of people like um, Devonte Adams because he's he said in Green Bay he's not playing under that's um, crazy isn't the, it? the franchise, franchise tag. tag. James Jameson Crowder, Juju, um, mm-hmm. AJ Green, I think is still free. Sammy Watkins, he loves assigning on fee. Alan Robinson, yeah. Jarvis Landry, there's still guys out there. Mm. Um, and then of course, as soon as Odell Beckham comes back, with the, I mean, he's still he's not even thirty yet. Odell Beckham, how crazy no. is that? Yeah. It's like Raúl. Raúl was twenty five years old for like a decade. <laughs> never aged. Even Clarence Lee soccer never reference. Aged. <laughs> okay. So it, it's, re, it's redefined the wide receiver market. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but the Jags have been super aggressive in free agency. They've basically gone and got Evan Ingram on a, on a franchise tag. Um, one year, nine hey, million. jumping ahead. What, what the... Uh, hey, I'm linking it all in, mate. I'm linking it all in. Um, so they, they've basically given him a, what is the, an, uh, the tight end franchise tag. And I think that's a really good sign of if you can get with a half-decent um, tight end, uh, half-decent quarterback, and it gives the Jags support in a position where they're low as well. But it's the signings of um, Olicon and um Scherf. oh f- i forgot his bluff I forgot the other brandon scherf name now brandon scherf brandon scherf's a good sign and I, you know you can't be mad 
Washington uh, guard. He's, he's been to like five Pro Bowls, Dave. Yeah. I mean, but again, it's, you know, how much of it is age going to be catching up? But the other uh, uh, thing so Fatakasi has come across, he basically stops the run completely, stuns yeah. the run. And Olakan last year got the second most tackles in a single season in NFL history. So he is a guy yeah. who is a real, real impact player. And he kind of replaces, and I've forgotten his name, but he replaces the guy that you took off the Jags, who was originally with the Browns. And I can't remember his name. So Tyson Alou. No, 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 it's not. I'll remember it. I will come back to it. But yeah, it's, it's you, you took someone from the Jags. He used to play from the Browns as well, but you went over to the Jags and you took him off the Jags last season. And I cannot recall who what his name was, but it's not Tyson Lillard. I will find out. So, what, defensive yeah, tackle? No, 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 defensive tackle. I think he's a linebacker. Oh, Joe Schobert? Joe Schobert, there we go. So Schobert went across to the Jags, yeah. decided he hated it and it was too hard work, so went across to the Steelers. And okay. he was really the, the, the tackling king that the Jags needed. And uh, uh, that's what they basically replaced it with now. Uh, <laughs> but so far, they've spent a huge amount of money and, you know, that, that roster needed it. They've taken Zay Jones as well from the Raiders wide receiver for $24 million. Uh, I mean, and- that's $24 million too much. <laughs> Is. I'm Sorry. fairly certain Zay Jones was the first round pick for the Bills back in the sands of time. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've Detroit have taken DJ Chark from Jacksonville for 10 mil. Yeah. Um, AJ can's gone from Jacksonville guard to the Texans uh, for 8.5 mil. So they have been clearing out a few pieces as well. So Brandon Scherf is an upgrade from AJ cans. Let's have no bones oh, about 100%. it. Um, Taven Bryan's gone defensive tackle to the Browns from the Jags. Do you want to know something that's cool that the Jags have done? Every single signing that they've made, there's an out after two years, apart from Evan Ingram, which is only a one-year signing. So every single signing they've made, there is an out for the Jags. So they're basically giving themselves an insurance policy, which, let's be honest, is something that the Patriots didn't do last season. They spent loads and loads of money, and now they're in cap hell because there are no outs. True. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I was talking to a Patriots fan the other day and uh, he was very, oh, very unhappy with some of the moves that's going to have to be made. And my <laughs> heart was bleeding for him. <laughs> it does make you wonder what they're going to do in the draft because, you know, no one's moving up for that pick. So, no. yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be fascinating to see. And they're, they're making some moves. Uh, who else? Oh, let's talk about Randy Gregory. Okay, so Randy Gregory is an interesting character, to put it lightly. (laughs) And the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys who drafted him, were then very happy today when they organized a new contract for him. Massive deal, massive deal, 70 odd million. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got the details here. One second, one second. Uh, Yeah, five years, 70 million with 28 guaranteed. Okay, so they. We get the, the notifications pop up. Randy Gregory re-signed. He was one of the uh, big defensive pieces they were looking to, to tie up. They've got a lot of defensive pieces that need shoring up um, with new contracts. We'll talk about that in the pod later this week. Um, an hour later, <laughs> there's a new message on the phone. It was about 15 minutes. <laughs> it was not long. That uh, Mr. Gregory has, uh, has packed his bags and said goodbye to the circus uh, in Dallas and has gone up to Denver. To join yep. your Broncos, Dave. 
Pistons. He certainly has. So I'm not. There's a bit of backstory to this. So the Broncos contacted Gregory directly and basically said, "Look, we." The, he was the first player they contacted when when the legal tampering period came in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Russell Wilson thing we were able to do outside of the legal tampering because it was a trade rather than free agency. So literally, as soon as the clock turned midnight, um, we were on the phone to his agent, basically saying we wanted to come to Denver. Yep. Um, and as so often happens, the uh, the agent plays two teams off against each other and gets two uh, offers that are that are identical, which is mm-hmm. his job. That's what what he gets paid for. So there was a five year, seventy million dollar deal, twenty eight million guaranteed from both the Broncos and the Cowboys. Yeah. At that point, you go to the player and say, "Here are your two offers. They are identical. What's your preference? Do you want to stay where you are or go with the Broncos?" And he opted to stay where he was. Part of the reason he stayed where he was was because he had some substance abuse issues and some mental health issues. Some. And <laughs> some. And the Cowboys basically helped and helped him through it. And his yes. performance last year was significantly better. Mm. So he agreed to sign the contract. And uh, what then happened is the first draft of the contract came back and there was wording in there which was essentially going to absorb absolve the Cowboys of any financial liabilities should anything in the future happen. Um, Mm -hmm. So if there are any potential issues in the future, uh, the Cowboys will be able to wave them goodbye. Now, this was obviously not discussed with Gregory. And rather than entering into any negotiations of going, why have you put this in? He kind of just went, screw it, I'm going to Denver. And that's what happened. Yeah. As quick as that. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. The Broncos identified their the guy that they wanted, um, and basically gone all in. So why not? And now he's decided to come to Denver. So I'm very happy about that. As long as all I was going to ask, how, how are you feeling about this? Because he is undoubtedly a great player when he's playing. Yes, yes, undoubtedly. Yes. Now, if we can keep him playing and we can keep him fit then this will go down as a very good um, signing for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if there are issues um, one way or another, injuries you can't help. I mean, that can happen to any player, so I'm not going to you know, pretend that's going to be a factor in this. But all the, you know, due diligence has been done, and it's been done throughout the offseason. And so far, um, George Payton, the Broncos GM, has hit home run after home run after home run. So who am I to suggest that he is not the right guy uh, to have to, to have identified and picked up. It's a risky now, roll of the dice, though, by Peyton. Now, what this what this does mean is that Von Miller is highly unlikely to uh, re-sign with the Broncos. Mm. Um, with the Cowboys, sign him. Could end up with the Cowboys. Um, he has a house apparently near the near the uh, facility already. Um, but whether that's just conjecture or not, I don't know. <laughs> crap, you read online. Yeah, he's seen um, buying he ice cream makes, near. Uh, AT&T. It also makes the signing of Anthony Barr slightly less likely, but I think he's probably still in the running to go to the Broncos as well because he's not going to command an enormous amount. Um, what it does mean is the Broncos need, still need another defensive tackle. We've re-signed Josie Jewell, which is great. I'm a big fan of his two-year 11 million, I think, something like that. And we still need a cornerback. So look out for that for the Broncos. That's the Broncos now ticked off, so we don't need to talk about this again. I just want to say for the people listening, you know, just if you don't know how much time Randy Gregory's missed through substance abuse, uh, substance abuse violations, he missed 14. So he was drafted in the second, second round of 2015 by the Cowboys. Yeah. 
He missed 14 games in 2016 because of substance abuse. He missed mm-hmm. all of 2017. He missed two games in 2018. He missed all of 2019. And he missed six games last year. Yes, not all of those are substance abuse violations. There was, I think, oh, was, it one. Nine, was it 19 that he missed the entire year? And that was basically because of uh, mental health issues that he was having. Stemming um, from substance abuse violence, yeah. Agreed, agreed. But he hadn't failed a... Um, no, a at that point. But <laughs> no, but they no, weren't giving him I those because think... he wasn't going to play. No, true, but at the same time, there's lots of players around the league who have had uh, issues. Max Crosby is a guy who signed a new contract recently, and you know he celebrated his new contract by saying he was what three years sober or something like that. Yes. Um, and Darren Waller, exactly the same thing. You know, he I can't remember the exact story, but I think I, I don't think I'm being too dramatic in saying he went from a crack then to play in in the nfl it was some something like that he where he was at a real real low um, and managed to pull himself out of it so you know any player that does that is uh yeah that's it takes a big guy to do that in my opinion so yeah good luck to him absolutely no i wasn't saying anything bad about it you know he needs help it's just it it kind of felt very strange to me knowing how much time he's missed and how the, the cowboys were still willing to offer him a massive contract to stay with them that he would just instantly moved to the Broncos it's nice to hear that kind of that little bit you just mentioned there about how they added uh, some extra bit into the contract yeah yeah. they 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 tried to screw it basically there was apparently there was promises throughout all of it that no no no, you're our guy we love you we want to stay with you etc etc and then the wording came back and it was so horrific that it was basically no done finished that's so strange though it's not like Lamar Jackson I mean Randy Gregory's got an agent he's going to read this stuff before signing it you know (laughs) <laughs> I you, know what you, mean. you can't get away with that you know <laughs> not as a professional checking this stuff out so i mean they uh do you think they may be the point where he, he got to the point where his agent had essentially said um you know we're really happy that um jerry jones had courted um you know he courted randy gregory and sort of made him promises and made him feel one of the team and then all of a sudden just sort of hamstring him it was as far as he was concerned that was that was the trust destroyed i yeah. think any any contract that he had would have signed at this you know right now after showing all the talent that he had was always going to be a big one because up to now as you mentioned he was drafted in 2015 Yep. Uh, or 2015 was his first year and up till now his career earnings his total career earnings had been 6.8 million so what and that's in in all in all six seasons he's played in mm. now consider the fact that you know a lot of players earn, and he was a second round pick a lot of players earned that in one year um so he was always going to sign a big deal uh, i'm just happy it was with the broncos we've got even if it does turn out to be a bum signing you know, we, we, it's not going to kill us in terms of cap. Um, the only thing that's slightly irritating is there's no out. What I'm going to call the Jags clause from now on. A two-year out <laughs> is now known as the Jags clause. <laughs> they, they seem to do it with everyone. Yeah. Um, okay, so just a couple of moves in before we get going. Um, Harson Reddick was a good move for the Eagles, taking the offensive linebacker from the Panthers. 45 million on a three-year deal. Um, 30 of that's guaranteed. I mean, he was a massive part of um, the Panthers' sack. I think he had 11 sacks last year for the Panthers, so that's a massive help for Philadelphia um, as they need to really strengthen that defense. Um, Larry Ogunjobi, big-name guy from Cincinnati, a defensive tackle. He's gone to the Bears. 
for 40.5 million. Charvarius Ward, one of the better cornerbacks in this free agency class, he's gone from the Chiefs to the 49ers for 40.5 million. Again, on a three year deal. I'm not a fan. I think he's solid. I think he's a solid player. Mm. It might be because he had Sorensen playing in front of him so much that he he got probably got scouted out a little bit. But <laughs> there were a number of plays. Do you remember that period where the Chiefs defense looked absolutely bang average? Ward was part of that, and he was part of that problem. Now I'm not saying that you know he. I'm not saying that he is um, underwhelming or that I'm I'm pouring score on his ability. But he was part of a defense that was severely questioned by many people in the media and looked average on occasions as well. So I'm not sure if I'd want to be signed into a, a $40 million deal anytime soon, but I understand why they got it because he's, he's still young. He's not 27 yet. Um, it works out as just over 13 and a half a year, basically. Yeah. Uh, we're 26.7 guaranteed. But no, I, look, the 49ers need, needed help at cornerback. It's bloody annoying because I've done my research for our pod this week. And my, my biggest need for the 49ers was cornerback. So they ruined my uh, my big takeaway. Nothing wrong with that. All you all you got to do is go into the conversation and say, I thought their biggest need was cornerback. Guess what they've addressed? Well, they I won't believe wrong. me now. They won't believe me. <laughs> I'll believe you, Jim. I wrote it down and everything. Um, uh, Lake and Tomlinson, the guard's gone from the 49ers. He's a very good player to the Jets for 40 million. So again, they're making some moves on that offensive line to help out Zach Wilson. Tomlinson I worry about because he, he improved massively after they went and got uh, a big left tackle from um, Washington. What's his bloody name? But yeah, he improved massively playing on the left-hand side of it. So Williams. It, again, yeah. How much of it is because of Trent Williams and how much of it is because of his own ability? Because we've seen well, a lot of time guards yeah. improving because they're playing next to a good center and a good tackle, and all you got to do is protect the inside. But I mean, either way, the Jets need help, and he's, he's got to be an upgrade on what they've already got. So well done to them. Tom Brady might be back, but Alex Kappa won't be. One of the guards has gone from the Buccaneers down to the well, up to the Bengals, I should say. And uh, Annie Marpet is not going to unretire from the the Buccaneers O line, so it's not going to be quite as easy for Tommy as he thought it was going to be. Um, a few months ago, Alex, Alex Cap has gone to the Bengals. I don't, I don't feel yeah. like the Bengals really need offensive line help. I don't see why. I don't. It feels like a bit of a bum signing to me. You know what, Dave? I'm pretty pissed off they've actually done this because I quite, quite like the Bengals not having an O line. It's, it's their one saving grace anymore. Well, that, that's why. That's the only reason that Watt got so many sacks last year. I saw like 22 of them were against oh, the Bengals. Oh, that's outrageous! <laughs> it's not even true. Um, no, it's the fake cut that cut the deepest. <laughs> uh, just quickly for the pod, uh, the Steelers have been making some moves uh, last couple of days on the O line. So James Daniels was the biggest move at guard uh, from Chicago Bears. I mean, he's played all across, across the interior offensive line, but uh, also taking Mason Cole from the uh, from the Vikings and re-signing Chuck Sakura for as well. Um, yeah, the the only thing I'm going to say about James Daniels, he was the guard that would often play. Um, so he would often play as an outside zone guard. So anyone who doesn't know, an outside zone, outside zone guard is someone who is a guard who can basically move with play. Um, and the uh, the Bears would have Montgomery or Cohen who would basically run on the outside and you have a guard that follows them and he was that guy. Um, so normally your quicker outside zone guards aren't that good at interior blocking, but he is. So he's kind of a, this sounds weird to say, but he's a dual threat guard. I mean, I've never heard <laughs> anything so ridiculous and I just said it, but you know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, yeah. 
Just think of anyone else you want to mention. 20, 27 million, three years. Uh, Roger Saffold's gone from the Titans to the Bills. Guard, he's almost 34. Have we mentioned uh, Russell Gage? Russell Gage? Yeah. Uh, Russell, so we haven't. No, he's for, gone to the Bucks. Yeah, 30 million, three years. Now, I know it's only 10 million a year, but it's 20 million if it's guaranteed. I'm not his biggest fan. No. I, I, I feel like he's a wide receiver three, and he's going to the Bucks, who have been loaded at wide receiver. It just feels like... You know, they've purchased a spare wheel for far too much money. Everyone I can't believe can... that the Falcons can afford to get rid of a wide receiver right now. Is there anyone there? Yeah. That's a fair point that I hadn't I hadn't factored in. Um, Calvin Ridley's suspended for a year. Yep. Um, Julio Jones obviously gone. Gone. Um, Russell Gage gone. I want to have a look Cordero at their Patterson's depth chart. Gone. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I want to have a look at the. <laughs> Um, the Falcons. Depth the apparently, depth the Falcons. Paddling pool. Apparently, the Falcons are in for Deshaun Watson. I mean, and I mean, again, he won't uh, go though. Why would you go to might. the Falcons? There's no one to throw at. There's no one. There's no running game. One of the issues that he had was that he wasn't consulted on a lot of things. If you just say, "Look, come in and you tell us who you want," we will help you get the best players. Mm. So their depth chart. Are you ready for their depth chart? Wide receiver. I'm, I cannot wait. So, Russell Gage is number one. That This is obviously Gone. not there today. So, you know. <laughs> right. So, then it's uh, Taj Sharp. T- uh, no, Taj Sharp. Tajay Sharp. Taj Sharp. All yeah. it says is Taj Sharp. Christian Blake, Olamide Zacchaeus, and Frank Darby. Zacchaeus? Yeah. I thought Zacchaeus was a tight end. It's, it's got a wide receiver listed here. Their tight ends are Hayden Hurst, Lee Smith, and Keith Smith. Keith Smith. That's just oh, a name. Lee and Keith. That's not real. Lee and Keith, yeah. Lee came across from... The no Bills. Americans called Keith. Keith. <laughs> uh, no, I can't think of a single American called Keith, apart from Keith Smith. But it just sounds like I'm making up names again. Saying that, but I no. actually know an American called Keith. <laughs> Do you know what? They're, Falling they're, right into that their offensive roster. <laughs> their offensive roster is trash. Do you know who their mm. backup quarterback is? Matt Schaub's Josh still. Rosen. Oh, Josh Rosen. Well, for yeah. now. For now, okay, yeah. so they don't um, have, they we don't have, have a wide have receiver, them, is what you're telling me. Uh, they got Kyle Pitts who could play out wide, so oh, poor Kyle Pitts, it's going to be oh, triple right. teams, or well, just the entire <laughs> secondary is going to be walking around with him. <laughs> yeah, I think we know what they're going to be doing. And the, well, they get better get on with it this offseason because they uh, we haven't got around to the NFC South yet, but so that'll be fun when we get around to the Falcons. Uh, mm. yeah, apart from that. We're kind of in a holding pattern um, because we don't want to so, with Deshaun Watson. No, I want to very quickly mention um, the biggest available free agents. Um, and we, we haven't discussed this and I haven't thought about it really, but I'm going to put out some names out there and just immediately tell me who you think they're likely to go with or who, what. I'm not going to hold you to it and say, oh, you were wrong because you said Bobby <laughs> Wagner's going to go here, there, or everywhere. I don't let the first one out the bag, but what's your initial thought on who's going to go where? So first of all, let's go Bobby Wagner. Where do you think he'll go? Uh, AFC. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reckoning he'll end up with the Broncos just because we need interior line help, uh, interior linebacker help. And Russell Wilson is apparently courting him and rumour is around the campfire that he will be signing. But That would be interesting, you know, but I think that's a bit too safe, uh, a bit too nice. Maybe the Panthers... Yeah. It's not a bad shout. They could do with that. They could do with a bit of help there. Yeah. I don't think. I think he's thirty-one years old, playing interior linebacker, and I think he's going to go into want to go into win now mode. 
It's nice so to it wouldn't surprise me if you Carolina. Wouldn't surprise me if you rocked up at the 49ers, you know. There's yeah, a real sticky yeah that's another good one. That wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Von Miller, we've both said Cowboys kind of makes sense. Makes sense. They've got um, that money left over from Randy Gregory. So Yeah. So I'm gonna hand it to you. Devontae Adams. Now let's pretend for a moment <laughs> that he doesn't re-sign with Green Bay. So they offered him the franchise, which is like nearly 20 million quid, and he said no. Um, yeah. O to be in the position to turn down 20 million quid. Where will Devontae Adams rock up, do you reckon? Atlanta. <laughs> Just because I don't think they've got the cap. <laughs> but they can at least kind of dangle a Matt Ryan in front of him and go, you know, we're playing in a dome and, uh, you know, come down south. <laughs> Try the gumbo. I don't know. <laughs> What do you want from me? And just think about the most desperate team for a wide receiver. Uh, he you don't want to go to someone like the Giants because there's no quarterback to throw to you. Um, Agreed. Looks like Jacksonville are kind of done with their spending. So that would have been imagine a nice opportunity to go and play where, with Trevor Lawrence. Imagine being in a position where you're used to playing with, uh, you know, a two-time um, MVP quarterback and you end up with Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that Jesus franchise tag? Christ. How much was that franchise tag again? <laughs> get it within twenty yards of me, will ya? <laughs> I'm I'm going to go for the Colts. I think he'll end up at the Colts. I think Garoppolo will end up at the Colts, and I think he'll end up at the Colts. I think Jimmy G should end up at the Colts. I mean, you know, they've, they've been yeah, taking their sweet time about it. They've got so much money, and they're just not using it. Yeah, it does. It makes um, far next- too much sense for them not to take him. Next one, I am going to tell you what I think first and see if you agree. I think Zadarius Smith is nailed on to end up at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he suits their scheme. Um, they recently lost uh, a couple of players at outside linebacker. I think uh, Chandler Jones went. Uh, Chandler Jones, what am I talking about? <laughs> um, oh, what is the outside linebacker they've got? Who they left? I can't remember. Uh, well, Frank Clark is still there, right? No, but I thought he'd left. He wasn't him I was thinking of. It was someone else, not Chandler Jones. Ignore me anyway. Um, I, I I think it makes sense. And he, as I say, he fits their scheme. Uh, and I also think, um, looking at safety as well, so Tyrone Matthew, is, it's been announced that he's not going to go there. Um, I think Marcus May ends up with the Chiefs as well. So for me, double signing Marcus May and um, Zaria Smith. What do you think? That makes sense. That does make sense. Uh, Marcus May is a, a very good safety. Um, yeah. Then he's going to be wanting... You, you spent a couple of years in uh, in New York playing for the Jets. So he's going to want to go to a win-now mode um, team. Yeah. Next one, Miles Jack. I think Miles Jack ends up with the Steelers. Interior I would love Miles Jack to come to the Steelers. He is very, Absolutely. very good. Now, the very reason good, very I quick. think Miles Jack goes to, goes to Steelers is um, because I think he, he mentioned he wanted to go to the East Coast again, um, but he also plays that double coverage that you guys need um, where he can act as a, a, a cover inside linebacker as well as a, a weak side linebacker as well. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that makes perfect sense from a scheme perspective. Um, if he well, we can afford him, I don't like, know. Well, you just give him a massive signing bonus. That's all you've got to do. It's <laughs> going to benefit you. It's going to benefit you enormously in the fact that you've got a quarterback you're paying so little money to. So I think when you when it all shakes out, you'll be in a good position next year. Um, I um, I could put the Cowboys in there as well. They they do I, need some linebacker help. Leighton Vander Esch is Leighton Vander Esch is on the contract. 
Um, yes. Keanu Neal was out of contract where he came in on a one-year deal. They, yeah, they haven't got a lot there apart from Micah Parsons at linebacker. So pairing him with Miles Jack would be going a massive someone, help. I could see him going for someone like, I know he's an outside linebacker, but Dante Fowler, someone who can rush from the edge with Parsons the other side and that that will and they'll just fill in a middle linebacker with someone else. Um mm. it just someone like Dante Dante Hightower. Someone like him at middle linebacker. Just a guy who can just come in and use his experience. I think that that kind of makes sense with the with the Chiefs with uh, the Cowboys where they're not gonna have to spend too much money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I um, won't argue that. Last guy, last guy I want to ask you about them. And then we're going to go. Yep, yeah, then we're going to go. And it's a guy that you know very, very well. Oh, yeah. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I mean, who cares? Andy <laughs> Dalton ends up. Well, <laughs> the, reason, the reason I say that is because yeah. he left Cincinnati um, and went to be a backup. And guess what? Started more games than the starter. Um, then he went to be a backup with the Bears. And started more games than the starter. So wherever he goes to, that team starter is going to get injured. So what team do you want to curse <laughs> this year? What do you reckon? Oh, who needs the backup? Don't say the Broncos. No, no, you've got Brett Brett Rippon. So yeah, you're all, you're all good. Well, if, Andy, if Andy Dalton, if Andy Dalton wore a Broncos uniform, he just looked like he strips the waist. No one knows. Do you know what? I think maybe the Seahawks. There's a team that. Mm. If they want to have a fight, they want to have an upgrade from Drew Lock because they just had to take Drew. They didn't want Drew Lock. They just took him. So well, apparently they did. Apparently he was part of the deal. He was he was the first player they requested. Um, but they, no, they said they have that, to. We have to take your quarterback because otherwise we're left with no quarterback. Yes, yeah, but he was the first player. Gino Smith had a contract. That, that, that. Um, but the the first play they that they they wanted apparently was um, Pat Sertan, and that was that was a hard nine. So yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, I think there's a, there's an op- opportunity there for Andy Dalton to come in and uh, possibly start more games than who they think is a starter. <laughs> but he'd have to come in as a backup. I hope he goes and signs for the Giants because I think the Giants last season, they turned to their second and third string quarterback, both who proved to be absolutely disastrous. Oh, yeah. And, Matt uh, Glenn, I mean, I, I, Jim. Yeah, and I can't think of I can't think of a backup quarterback duo that have done as badly as him and Jake from. Like the <laughs> I cannot think of that ever anything ever going so badly. Mm. So as an insurance policy, he's 34 now. He's not going to come in in trouble to start in terms of a, a starting job. But I think it, that for me ends up at the Giants. I might be wrong. Probably am. It's happened once before. I think either of those two would would benefit from having him in in the room. Yeah. So not terrible but suggestions. If 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 your team signs Andy Dalton, kiss your QB goodbye. <laughs> well, they were going for Jabisky, weren't they, the Giants, and they didn't get him. So well, that was what I thought. I, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be nailed on to sign for um, the Giants. Brian Dable. I said it a couple of times on here, yeah. Mm. Brian Dable going from the Bills as well. Um, but no, not happened. I mean, if you get a starting job, it, you'd be you'd be stupid as a as a quarterback not to take it I guess he saw there was obvious there's although you probably get a chance with Daniel Jones getting injured mm. it, you have to wait for that injury to come up before you can start whereas in Pittsburgh you're likely to start week one unless they're drafting a quarterback yep. 
And even if they yeah. did, they probably they're probably some sort of arrangement where they're not expecting to start this guy. Um, this year, well, so. Mason Rudolph's not going to beat you out of it. So, no, if, <laughs> no. the Giants, if the Giants don't sign um, Andy Dalton, and then expect the Giants to pick up someone like Terod Taylor or someone Mariota like or someone. Exactly. Mario, I think Mario will go somewhere and try and be a starter. Probably again, like you mentioned, like the Steel uh, Seahawks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's exactly what as you know what's just happened with um, the Dolphins. Dolphins just signed Bridgewater um, to be the backup to Tua um, because if Tua goes down, you need a backup who's going to come in and you know be a good star. Yeah, they had Brissett there so, before. They want that yeah. kind of experienced guy that's used to kind of not being the the number one guy. Absolutely. There we go, Andy guys. Still available. Worst case scenario. Colin Kaepernick still training. For let me talk about is it with that Seattle. true? I've seen a. I've seen a couple. Yeah, Tyler Lockett wants to do some past, uh, some catching from him. I'd so, like yeah. to see. I'd like to see him come back into the NFL. I think enough times elapsed now where he's been ostracised. Give him another go. As long as he's not with my team, I don't care. I don't <laughs> want a guy who's been out of the league for five years. It's been more than that. <laughs> it's been Is more it really? than that. I think it's been like yeah, it's been a bit more. Than... Anyway. Anyway, hopefully he gets a chance. Everyone deserves a chance, including us, to uh, to have a rest. So we're going to go <laughs> back in a few days with the uh, the normal pod, but we thought we'd just jump into the free agency comings and goings. So there we go. If you can, guys, check us out on Patreon, um, patreon.com slash final down, um, where you can see some of the other videos that we're posting up there as well with the bonus content. But until next time, I've been Jim. That's been Never Dave. Thank you very much for listening. 